When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Fail! Fail! Welcome to Post Game Podcast. I'm your host, June. I got my boy, B. Foster, with me. What's up, boss? Back like we never left, man. It's been a minute, man. It's been a minute, and it couldn't, you know, we couldn't uh, uh, start this show at a, on a better day. Been some <laughs> transactions going on. It's a, it's a Troy Weaver sighting. He's, he's doing his magic. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um we may not agree that moves were significant, but we're here to tell you about the moves that have been made. Um let's be realistic. There's nothing to come from this season except for hopes for improvement of the players that you plan to keep as far as from a developmental standpoint. Uh Think the record is what six and forty, six and something. Yeah, something like something. that. Yeah, six and forty something. Yeah. So, at this point, um, there's literally nothing to play for that. except for uh, cohesiveness between the core players you plan to develop and keep, and coaching. Uh, yeah, Dennis. Uh, I think today's moves. We're really just getting money off the books. Dennis yeah. Tidick writes in and says, "Hey, money off the books." But let's let's just jump right into it, Foster. You want to break down uh, what has happened today? I'll put up uh, the picture of the first trade that happened, and uh, you can elaborate because I know nothing about this person. All right. So the first trade of the day, this was the first trade as, you know, as far as the the week of of the trade deadline. So we're getting down to the wire. This was the first trade of the day. This was around one o'clock today. And it was for uh, the, the Pistons received Simone Fontecchio. And uh, we uh, the, the Pistons gave away Kevin Knox, 
2024 second round pick, which actually came from the Wizards in the in the Bagley and uh, Livers trade. You know what I say, Livers? Uh, the bag, yeah, the Bagley and Livers trade. The the second round pick came back in that trade. Um, and the draft rights to I cannot think of his name, but it's a guy that we draft. It was a draft and stash guy that we trade that we drafted a couple years ago in the second round. And he's been pretty much developing overseas. So we've been waiting to bring him over. And apparently they got tired of, of waiting for him to develop. He, he, he was an athletic wing type guy, but very, you know, very raw, very, you know, whatever. Typical second round pick. So we, we gave up the draft rights to him as well. So as far as Simone Fontecchio, he's pretty much a spot up shooter. He's he he is comparable to a Bogdanovich. Obviously, he's a lot younger. He's 28 years old. Um, he's six seven, just like Bogdanovich is, um, and he's a little bit more on the on the slim side. But um, but yeah, he's he's pretty much just a spot up shooter. In as far as as far as needs, you know, he he fits that you know th- wing you know wing type guy that can shoot. We we've needed that all year. Kevin Knox was a guy that we brought back after we traded him last year, and he was you know had the potential to be that guy, but. He just kind of fell out of favor um, the last two the last two games he actually started. So we gave him a full-blown opportunity in the starting <laughs> position, and he scored zero points. Um, he, he's shown some promise throughout this year and last year a little bit as well. But he – I think that he just hit – you know, hit even the first – that, that first win we got uh, after that 28-game losing streak – Kevin Knox had a great game, so he was showing promise, but it just they, you know, inconsistent. It is, the well went dry on on that situation, so they cut their losses. Said we'll take the second round pick that we got from the Wizards, and you can have the draft conversation. We want a guy, Simon Fatekio, that that can possibly help us in the future. He's a restricted free agent, so um, he's a free agent after this year. But we have the ability to offer him the most money when he goes out into free agency. So if he goes out and exhausts his, uh, his re- you know, exhausts his, all his offers from teams, we can offer him the most money out of anybody. So um, he's, he's me, likely to be a guy that we're going to keep around for the future. Let me add to that. Uh, this guy is out of Utah. So, uh, and Utah received Kevin Knox as well. So Fontecchio is, uh, the trade was made uh, out of Utah. Um, and, yeah, go ahead. You can see the well. This is just for clarity for our our listeners. Our our, our watchers can see the jersey, the Utah Jazz jersey. So just give. Oh them, yeah, oh, my bad. Yeah, the clarification for the yeah. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Dennis yes, Titus, dude from Utah, smoked us this year. Uh, uh, who didn't? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but hey, hey, hey! If 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 he can play, man, I'm all for it. Uh, we have a YouTube user, and he says Simone is actually going to be a rotational player for us this season and next. Much better defender than Bojan, Bo, Bo the traffic cone. <laughs> YouTube, YouTube user also says, I think Simone resigns on a reasonable deal. Um, and people don't tie up cap space on RFA players. Uh but one thing's for sure, our YouTube user, he uh, he he likes his trade. I don't know what to think of it. I really don't. Um, 
I don't know much about uh, uh, Fontacchio. I did like the potential because uh, of Kevin Knox, but I'm not going to say I'm going to be hurt because he was traded. I think Kevin Knox's biggest thing was inconsistency. He showed flashes where he could hit the outside jumper. Or he can get to the to the bucket, but it just wasn't enough to say, "Hey, let's keep this guy." For me, you know. And and just to give you some uh just just to give you some premise as far as um what he's done this year. He's averaging 9 points this uh this year on, you know, 20 playing 23 minutes this year, 9 points and 4 rebounds. And as far as what he's how he's fared against the Pistons this year, which I don't know, we picked up a grain of salt. <laughs> let's, let's hear it. But, let's hear it. Uh, he, he he scored 16 points in both games. So wow, so, solid as far as that's concerned. I like that. Um, he's shooting. He's he shot 52% from the field, and he is shooting a blazing 63% from three against. The hey, hey, that sounds good to me. Uh, so he was selling himself and he didn't even know it. I don't even know if he, you know, the, the one thing about the Utah Jazz, this is not, a, he's not a guy that they said, oh, this guy, whatever. They drafted a, a number three because he's a starter. He he started a lot of this year, um, mm-hmm. even though, you know, 23, point, 23 minutes is not a ton of minutes, but it's, he started a whole lot this year, but they do have some guys coming, you know, uh, they had a rookie, you know, they, they signed a, a lottery pick this year, Taylor Hendrickson from uh, Central Florida, mm-hmm. and he's the the three of the future. Right. Um, so they got they got young guys uh, that they're ready to, you know, give some playing time to. So he was, you know, expendable. He was an expiring contract this year. They probably had no one. They had no intentions of of, re, of re-signing him, um, you know, in the summertime. So it, it made sense for them to. You know, take on an expiring contract from Kevin Knox. I'm pretty sure he's. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's not a ton of money on the books with him. Um, and then they got, you know, they got a project. They got a project and an extra second round pick. You know, uh, Danny Ainge is all about acquiring picks. So this kind of a works for both teams for what they need, in in my opinion. But I'm excited to see what we can do with an, another 40% shooter uh, from the outside. Um, mm-hmm. Because we need shooting. Well, let's let's uh, move on to the next thing. Because yeah. while your head is spinning from that miraculous trade, Troy has done more. There's so much more that happened today. And we're going to talk about this next trade. Woo! I feel like I got my taxes back. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Foster, you want to talk about this here? And in detail for our listeners as well, because they can't see the graph. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm gonna do better about that. Okay, so in this trade, uh, the Pistons are um, are dealing Monte Morris, who's obviously our, our veteran point guard that played a, a a remarkable what four games for us this year. Um, <laughs> but there was rumors from the minute he he touched uh, touched down on the court. There were rumors that the Timberwolves were interested in them, and there was definitely um, fire to that. And there was definitely some fire behind that smoke. Um, and we, in this deal, we acquired Shake Milton, Troy Brown Jr., and a second-round pick. So um, for the viewers that are not familiar with these guys, the, overall, this was this is definitely – Monte Morris is definitely a guy that's going to get some playing time in, in, in Minnesota. 
Um, they needed some depth at the point guard position. They have uh, Mike Conley, of course, as a starting point guard, but um, Shake Milton is not has 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 not been in the rotation. He has not played a lot this year. He came from Philly last. He came from Philly yeah. last year. Yep. And he was two years ago was his peak year mm-hmm. as a as a player. I, I think he averaged like double digit points. Um, but he he has not played a lot this year. He's shooting abysmal from three. Um, and just overall not very good from the field. Killian Hayes type numbers. That that shaky. Uh, <laughs> no no pun intended. Oh. It, it was that shaky. Oh. Um, um, but th- th- there's caveat to that. We'll get to that. So so obviously Monte Morris, um, we we traded for him this year knowing that he was an expiring deal. We, you know, we definitely hope that he would play a decent amount this year and could have possibly been a guy that we could end up you know, signing if we if we deemed him uh, effective enough, we could have we could have you know possibly signed him. He's making ten million this year. He might have been looking for more money, which isn't all that exciting for us. But in the end, he hasn't played at all this year, so it it, it you know it didn't hurt us to move him along because he didn't provide as much um, anyways. Um, so this was kind of a salary dump where we acquired his contract with the understanding that he was expiring and that we might be moving on and that we're going to continue to acquire more, you know, more money that we can utilize in free agency in 2024, which is this year. Um, so this was a salary dump. Troy Brown, Shake Milton and, and Troy Brown are both guys that are don't, don't have guaranteed deals next year. So we can literally play one of them this year because one there is there is one roster spot that has to be um there's one roster spot and there's two guys that we acquired so one of them is going to get cut or redealt into another deal between the two of them shake milton or Trump. my choice is to get rid of shake milton because he's having an awful year and um we really don't need any more point guards we got we got killian we got uh we got oh, Ivy, wow. we got we got Cade. And we got Sasser. Sasser, Sasser is what made Monte Morris more expendable. We're this opens up an opportunity for Sasser to get as much playing time as as, as we need him to have, being that he is a for, he is a future piece that we are hoping to utilize. Um. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. YouTube I'm gonna read user. these. I'm gonna read these. Okay. There's a whole bunch. Of, yeah. Go ahead. Well. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. The moral of the story is this was a salary dump. You know, Troy Brown is a guy that can is a he's a he's a wing guy and he can shoot a little bit. He's shooting about 36% from the field, so not amazing, but he has the capability to fill it up from the outside as well. So um, I'm not mad at seeing him play a little bit. And then of course, the, and then the second round pick is like a is from is is a 2030 second round pick. So okay. it, it ain't got no type of impact. Go ahead. Okay, so. I'm going to catch up on some of these comments. Uh, we're very fortunate to have uh, people comment. So we definitely try to read every comment. Um, we can't just, uh, we'd love to read every single comment when they put them up, but sometimes not feasible. But our YouTube user says we can poss- probably re-sign Knox again uh, next February. Um, do we want to do and, that? And he says we didn't sign Knox until February. We can do that again next year. Um, he said something in, in the middle of you talking six. I thought, I don't know oh. what it is. 
Six, 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 six. Um, I don't know. Okay. He also says this trade was about freeing up minutes to force Monty to play Sasser and Ivy at point guard. Well, I kind of think it was more salary-based because Monty didn't play a lot anyway. Um, Well, no, yeah. Yeah, well, moving forward, I think that Monte would have possibly... Wanted more minutes, do you think? Yeah, I mean, essentially, he's he's better than Sasser at, at this point of his career, so... Alex Kistling says, do you think we trade Alec or Bogey now? Hold that thought, uh, Alex. This this is our next uh our next graphic. We have something um <laughs> that uh came across, you know, the web. It, and Foster's gonna elaborate on this as well. All right. So um for for our uh, view for our people listening audio wise. The Knicks and Pistons have been in trade discussions around Alec Burks per you know Woj on NBA TV. Burks has previously played in New York under Tom Thibodeau before going to Detroit. So uh, there's definitely a need. As somebody that follows the Knicks, there's definitely a need for extra guard help. Um, even more evident. Well, I don't think the Brunson got a little banged up yesterday. I don't think that's going to be um, super. Um, it's not, it's not going to have a lot of, it's not going to tell us much. But anyways, the Knicks could definitely use some some needed scoring off the bench, um, especially with them trading uh, quickly and Barrett in the offseason and having, I mean, uh, just recently, and then moving uh, DiVincenzo into the starting lineup. So I can see, I can see the, the Knicks going after Alec Burks because he is a guy First of all, Tom Thibodeau loves Alec Burks. He was a starting point guard in New York just two years ago. Um, so I could see that happening. And um, we already have some we already have some skin in the game because they have one of our they have one of our picks that they won't even get anyways until we're good enough to make the playoffs. So they might as well just give us that back um, in exchange for their guy. So um, it's for that. That's. Um, so that's as far as Alec Burks is goes. And as, as far as Bogdanovich, um, I keep hearing that they're trying to hold on to him, but the Fontecchio trade, especially him coming from Utah, well, him coming from Utah is not important, but, um, he has a similar game to, I don't think he puts the ball on the floor as well as Bogdanovich, but they have a similar archetype. So there's a possibility that they could be auditioning him to kind of take that role from a younger guy perspective, hoping that he can, that he can top out pause at this, you know, at the same, at the same trajectory. Um, but let's read this comment. Uh, YouTube user says they are basically salary neutral in the month. Yeah. So when you combine Troy Brown and shake Milton, it, it probably equates out to a month. So, yeah. All right. All right. Foster, we're going to get to a quick break and we'll come back and we'll discuss uh, more about today and everything else that's happening in the world of the Pistons. For our viewers, give us about six seconds. For our listeners, you're going to hear quite a few ads, but hang in there with us. Okay, now, Foster. 
What's up? <laughs> At this point of the season, with things how they're we let's let's keep it real. Neither one of us expected blockbuster trades that's gonna change our outlook, our perspective of what the Pistons have done this year. Because as far as I'm concerned, this year's a wash. It was over early. It's like it's like imagine you playing Madden and you're you're down twenty eight nothing in the first quarter. It's time to pass the sticks. <laughs> so you know you either either you 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 finish this the game for sportsmanship or 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 it's time to pass the sticks. And I think it was time to pass the sticks a long time ago. Yeah. But yeah. as fans, as consumers, we still watch and we still hope and we want to see changes. We want to see development. And that's why, you know, you, you can't give up on the season. Uh, let me ask you, as of late, have you seen anything from the team, Foster, that you didn't see before that gives you any kind of reason of optimism going forward? Okay, so... One thing that we have been able to see uh, is we have been able to see Cade is back now. I think he missed one weird game um, when he first they, came. They rested back. him. They said it was for rest because of his right. knee. They brought he hurt himself. He got hurt. Uh, he came back and they rested him like the next game or so for uh, just to rest for precautionary. But he's been back playing. Um. So yeah. So we, we've got a chance to see the the Ivy and K dynamic. That's one of the biggest – that's going to be one of the biggest things down the stretch and seeing what we have there um, because I think that if it's if it's one or the other it, – because Ivy has shown flashes of, of being, you know, that guy, that second – you know, that, the, that secondary guy next to K, but – um, that's what we're going to, that's what we're going to, it's going to be very important to see down the stretch is how they work together. It hasn't been great yet, but like it, but it's, it's a new thing. Even this year, when the year started, when they could have started them together, they chose not to. So we are just now getting a chance to see what that dynamic is outside of that. Um, Gallinari led, I think Gallinari, you know, Danilo Gallinari, who's 35 years old, you know, stretch for, you know, a guy, you know, somebody that can provide shooting uh, out, you know, around Cade and stuff like that. I think he was the leading scorer in one of the the last few games. I think it was the Cleveland game. I used so, to be a big Gallinari fan. You, I mean, when in his prime, especially his when prime. he played for New York, and I think he played in Denver. Denver. Yes. Denver. Yes. Denver um, day. He was, he was he was solid. And yeah. the one thing about it is, outside of the fact that, you know, the shooting is in your legs, so when you start having these lower body injuries, your shooting does go. If you're a shooter, you're a shooter when it's all said and done. You know, it may not have as much separation because you don't have the quickness and all that, but, you know, that's one thing that he's going to provide for us. And so, you know, it, it'll be good to see that um, in spotty minutes. I don't think, you know, I don't see him starting – even in the game that he led, um, he might have he might have actually started that game. I, I'm not really sure, but um, it's just good to see some shooting out there because we have struggled so mightily. And 
Alec Burks is very hit or miss. Either he is on fire or he is not. He can't hit the broadside of a barn. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it, you know, Alec, uh, not Marcus Sasser has been, when he is, um, I made a post about it in, in, in the group, but when he, when he is confident in that step back and he's certain that he's ready to shoot, that shot is, that shot is on. Yeah. That shot is almost, it's one of those shots that like, of course it doesn't go in every time, but you can call, you can almost say, oh no, that's going in. Cause yeah. it's, it's, it's that, it's that on when he's confident in it. So, um, I, I don't think that necessarily him having a couple of good games on the stretch is the it was the nail in the coffin in that Monty Morris deal, but it definitely gave Troy Weaver a boat of confidence. And you know what? We need to see exactly what we have in Marcus Sasser um, now. So it, it opens it, it opens up for him, you know him to be for for Ivy to be the starting point guard and. Uh, course you know Kate you know Kate is it opens things up for Sasser to get quality bench minutes right now because Monte Morris is not blocking is not blocking his role you mm-hmm. know Alec Burks is obviously the 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 backup two coming off the bench um so yeah this gives every opportunity um especially because I think that they're gonna just I think they're gonna I think they're gonna a wave shake Milton um then they're going to wave shake Milton because there's, there's literally no reason, especially with him not having a guaranteed contract next year. There's no reason for him to be starting ahead of Marcus Sasser and blocking his bro. So, um, yeah, Mark, yeah, Marcus Sasser for certain. Um, just having that, that more shooting around Cade with Gallinari. And um, I think Asar Thompson is going to get a lot of looks moving forward, especially if you move Bogey down to the four, you move Sar to the starting three, and then you have Fontecchio off the bench playing the three. Um, you know, the you know, the shooter off the bench. But I think Fontecchio probably get some starts too, depending on how you um, work things around. But I think Asar, you know, there's no reason as bad as Asar is offensively, I think that uh I think he's gonna get every opportunity to see what they got what they got in him because he's you can't lose any more than you've already lost. So. Two things, Foster. Yeah. Cade, quit turning the ball over. That's one. Not going to happen, but it's all good. Secondly, I actually think that Sasser will be the point guard of the future for some odd reason. The starting point guard. Yeah. Over Ivy? Or do you see him moving down to the two and Kay moving to the three? I see, I see K moving down to the, to the three and you have Ivy as your off guard. That's what I see. And I'm not mad at that because honestly, and I, and I would never compare him to like a LeBron, but you know, no. technically LeBron is a, was a point guard, but he yeah. really kind of played – in positionless basketball, he he's really a three or a he's four. really a three. Yeah. But if you really but like, you know, in certain scenarios, of course, Cade is going to be able to take the ball up the court. He's going to be able to 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 start the break off the rebound. Um, but he doesn't 
have to be the number one point guard. No, no. He's, yeah. And but, uh, with, with those are, with those three though, you have three ball handlers out there. Pause. You have three people that are capable of uh, of, of running your offense. Uh, YouTube user says, "I pray that Keelan gets moved, or Troy tells Monty that he can't play." I think Killian has been getting DMPs, right? Hasn't he not been playing? That well, lot? he has. He's uh, he's had uh, demands that he wants to be moved. So, yeah, uh, that's interesting. That's, that's interesting. very interesting. The minute uh, he went to the bench, he said, "I'm I'm out." Like, come on, bro. Really? Yeah. Anyways, YouTube user says, "Sassy Ivy Cade is the worst defensive backcourt in basketball for a long time." <laughs> Ivy's getting better though. Ivy's getting better. I mean, um, I think defense is a mindset, and I think they can be better uh, if they if they actually tried, communicated, and just you know, defense is effort. That's all it is. Defense is effort. It's moving your feet and communication, and those are things that can be taught. And uh, yeah, it just. You know, it's 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 a team thing. So, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alex Kissling says nobody is taking Killian, and the sad thing is the Pistons did with the seventh pick in that particular <laughs> draft. It's sickening. To to, uh, to elaborate on the defensive thing, um, Sasser is always going to be limited. Just not a very big guy. Yeah, Ivy. Um. I think over time, he's already shown some improvement effort-wise. I see this guy getting blocks now. Um, and in the reoccurring thing throughout the league, you know, even throughout the time where I was not as high on Ivy, the league feels that one day Ivy is going to be something special. Yeah. We've seen it from Donovan. I don't know if you saw what Donovan Mitchell had to say. Um I don't know if you've seen what Russell Westbrook has had to say, but yeah. the, that's upper echelon, top-notch guys, and they both have sung pra- the praises of uh, Ivy. Um, I feel like they love the fact that he cares. Like, yeah. Um, they, they they just love, yeah, they just love the fact because you, when you look at a guy like Russell Westbrook, that dude has an a nonstop motor, and he's always been a guy that. Um, People have love for his intensity and yada yada. yada. But um, the, the league sees something in Ivy, so it's just a matter of whether or not they're going to put the right people around him, the right coaching around him. He's going to be somebody one day. So I, I, I think on both ends of the floor, I, I think that he's not as disciplined as he could be, but um, he has all the tools to be that. I love, I love it. Um, YouTube user says, I love Ivy's effort in every phase. His basketball awareness just needs work. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Dead um, on. Dead on. But as far as Cade is concerned, I think he's always going to be limited in he's just not a very um, – there's a couple of things going on with Cade. But for one, he's just not the most fleet of foot guy. He's just not super athletic. He, he does have good size, which is a plus. Um, but the best case scenario, you, you put Asar Thompson around him when he's offensively at his at his top notch, you know, at, at his best at his best self. He's going to be able to um, cover for Cade in some in, in instances because he does have that defensive prowess 
that Cade just will never, he's just not, uh, physically he's not, or athletically, he's just not going to be able to um, account for that. You know, lately I haven't watched uh, a lot of full games. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of discouraged. I do pay attention to the box scores. I do pay attention to the highlights. But when I sit down and I watch a Pistons game this year, there's that one quarter. There's that one quarter. And, and, and a lot of times it's the first, it's the first quarter that says, how can this team have this record? Right? Because you see the flashes, you see the scoring, you see the hustle, you see it all. Then there's that one quarter that makes you say, why do I even watch this team? I mean, there's a quarter that shows you the turnovers, the the bad shooting, the bad decision making. And it's like it's just it's just horrible basketball at times. It's like they're doing everything wrong. They can have a 20 point lead and in a matter of minutes be down 10 points. That's how fast it goes when they're making mistakes. They make them at such a high clip. <laughs> and I'm starting to wonder if Monty is like, okay, they got to learn. They got to play through it. or, And I'm pretty sure it's not a, a matter of, of him not knowing what to do or him not trusting his other players. Because if your players on the floor is not doing it, then you, the, the thing is to substitute whether they're going to do it or not. But – I think he's at a point where he's like, we got to play through this. They have to learn, you know, and I think they'll be better in the long run, but long run because of it. Just not right now. This is just, it's just, they have that one or two quarters that look horrible and it outweighs that one corner, that one quarter where they look respectable. And that's an ongoing thing. What was the last game they was up? By so many points in the first quarter, Foster. It, it was this week. It was uh, just last week. Oh yeah, I probably messaged you. And you Sacramento said, no, was that Sacramento? Doing... No, that was oh, that was a while ago. That was a while ago. It was another team. They was they were balling. And I told you when you inboxed me that I said, nope, I'm not even gonna get my hopes up. <laughs> it might have been. Who was that team? Okay, uh, Clippers. It was, the Clippers. it was the Clippers. It was the Clippers. It was the Clippers. Because I'm like, and this is a good, this is a really good team. Whoever it was was really good. And I said, nope. <laughs> nope. It's, they're playing the Clippers. Nope. We were wilding on them. I, I turned to that game, and they're down five in the second quarter, going into half. And I said, yep, that's, that'll do it. It was so, it's been so evident. Okay, so, okay, just to give you a little, by the end of the first quarter, we were up 33-27. So the lead was higher than that. It was like, when I looked at it, it was like 31-17 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we were up a double digits for sure. Yeah. Um, And, of course, we got we got uh, outscored in the second quarter, 38-26. So considerable, you know, considerable yeah. drop-off. Um, but... Um, it was to the like our first quarters are strong to the to the extent that I look, tried to look up the analytics to see do we like 
often like score like have high scores you know offensively in the first quarter and and um that you know defensively do we defend better in the first i had to look but it didn't there was no telling stats as far as that we right. start strong and finish i i don't know what it is it's more about the beginning of the first quarter than anything. It's not even the whole first quarter. It's the beginning of the first quarter because we start tapering off by the, you know, which is just the way things work. So Teams when is that the- know they're better than them are going to are, are going to coast and, and get in the groove throughout the, you know. YouTube user says, to me, it's as simple as turnovers and points off turnovers. The Pistons have been pretty competitive and – 2024, we will win almost all these games if we were even in these areas. Yeah, which is um, easier said than done, but that is it. Though. That, that's that is that's it. true. They turn the ball over at a high clip, and they don't force a lot of turnovers. And I think if they uh, they broke even, it would be a, a little bit more, you know, we'd have a few more wins. Definitely. Um, the when is the next game, Foster? Tonight, the Kings. Speaking of the Kings. Well, I don't want to. See, Pantechio ain't playing. I don't want to see it. Yeah, and it's yeah, and it's late, too, so. No, I got to work. And plus, the Matrix is on. and Waterboy is on. All that other good stuff on TV. Airbud, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a lot of other stuff on TV to watch, you know, instead of. Instead of staying out, I got to work in the morning anyway. So, uh, the game, do they have a game Friday or, or when is the All Star break? It's it's coming up. I want to say it's usually at game 41, but they're making us. <laughs> oh, did they, did they, did they used to make it? Halfway? It used to be like, right near the halfway mark, but they're playing a little bit more. I want to say they separate the hockey one and the. Well, hockey starts earlier. It, but that All Star game used to be the first week of February. Used to be the pit. You talking about the the NBA? Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. The first week. Yeah. yeah I knew so the All Star break was 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 on the way. Had to be because they're like close to fifty games in. Uh. So they got a game. YouTube user says. They have a game tonight and tomorrow night. Then the All Star. Hopefully, Pantechio will be in the building to play. Fontechio, you got to get the name. I know you. I know you struggle with the names, but <laughs> Fontechio, man. Fontechio. Um, I mean, Knox was so much easier there. Much Kevin Knox. He had the <laughs> All American name. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I, yeah. So I don't know. Honestly, you, you got you got two back to backs. On the West Coast. I mean, he lives on the West Coast in Utah, but... Well, who's who they playing tomorrow night? The Trail Blazers. <laughs> or trash, but... It, it's, it don't matter. It's, it's still, it's still who, who am I to say? We've been winning lately. I, I saw... Uh, Foster, I saw, Foster, Foster. Don't say that. Bro, hey. Hey, we, We've lost, been 28 winning in, we lost 28 in a row. So the fact that it only took, like... Four or five they, losses. They've won four and twelve. After, yeah. This year, our this year, our, our uh, this year, our like twenty twenty four, our record's probably not crazy. Yeah. Um. Nope. Sorry. All star isn't until the eighteenth from the YouTube user. It's weird because 
like late. I said, it's super it, late. It's super late. Like that game that all back in the day, that all star game used to be close to 41 because they played 82 games. That's and it was right at the midway part, right at the midway point where most teams had 41 games in. Yeah, now it's close already, to 50. It's already we're already six and forty-three, so uh my math serves me correctly. Oh, we're well over the halfway. I said six and forty. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. You said forty. I looked and I was like, yeah, no. You got a few, few more ills on top of that. Yeah, six and forty-three. So we're forty-nine games in. MSU fan, Detroit fan says at this point, I don't even know what the Pistons are doing. Uh, I don't think they know what they're doing. Let's get to a quick break, old Foster. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing either, man. Um, they, and 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 what's crazy is we still hope and watch. We some crazy fans. Like we are, Foster. How many times lately have you watched part of the game and said, "Hey, man, we can win this game"? <laughs> Almost all of them. Hey, we beat. We beat. OKC down a couple a couple games. They had all their players, all of them. And I don't think Cade played. Did did Cade play that game? That was the game he didn't play. I don't think. (laughs) Because remember, because the whole thing after that was, oh, we don't need Cade. Trade him. Trade Cade. Trade. (laughs) And and you know what's sick? Somebody put up a graphic of of Killian Hayes. Granted. Anybody that started on our team has a terrible record when they start because you just have a terrible record. But at, when Cade, you know, Killian starts at point guard, um, we're five and twenty-five. Now five and twenty-five, five and twenty-five sounds awful, right? But you won we six. only had six wins this you year. Had six wins. Yeah. He started in every win except for one. Yeah. MSU Detroit fan says almost all of the games, there have only been a few games that the Pistons were truly out of it. Honestly. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. It's not like they're getting drugged from the gate. No. It's like they'll have some competitive quarters and there's that one that separates. Like, there was a game versus Houston the last time they played Houston that really, 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 really made me mad. They were winning the game most of the game, and they lost it in the fourth quarter. It was just ridiculous. MSU Detroit fans says there's been times where they had a lead over teams like the Bucks and Cavaliers, but they just can't finish it, especially Philly that too. Bucks game. Even the Philly, our early game against Philly when Sasser was going off and B got kicked out, Maxi killed us. Utah. There, I mean, uh, there was a game against Denver. Oh, but did he say Boston? No. Remember when Boston was Bucks and Cavaliers. Bucks and Cavaliers. I remember a game when Boston was 20 and 0. They've since lost some home games. They were 20 and 0 at home, and we took them to double overtime. Tatum, Brown. You know, Bogey probably didn't play, or or we know Monte didn't play. Cade may have been playing, but yeah, the Boston was was 20 and 0 at home, and we took them to double overtime before we lost. We've played some competitive games against. Boston is probably going to be in the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, if not, then uh, who who else he say Cavaliers or uh, 
Milwaukee is going to be in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. Um, Are they? <laughs> Good point. But, but I, think, <laughs> I think they'll get their act together. There's no way you got Dame and, and Giannis and you don't at least. Uh, and Doc. Well, that's not that I put it on Doc, but that's a weird situation. That's a weird situation. They lost situation. last night, too. They lost I, to Phoenix last night. They lost to Phoenix, yeah. Phoenix is good, though. Yeah, Phoenix is gonna. Yeah, Phoenix. The West is gonna, is gonna be a dog fight. I think the West is gonna be a dog fight. Clippers, Lakers, Sacramento, Phoenix. You, Sacramento, uh, Sacramento is kind of a step behind them. They've been kind of struggling, but yeah. They're thirty and twenty. They are thirty and twenty, and and who am I to to not? They, they have thirty and twenty, but yeah, they have the players. They just, you know, what I'm saying they're they're tough out, and and not to mention Golden State. And beat beat a team on any given night, on even any though they're struggling. Night, but I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. They are. It may or may not. Trash. But that shows you that the West. Yeah. If that's the, La- the Lakers they, struggling to make the playoffs. Yeah. It's, if it's they don't make Golden State, if they don't make the playoffs, that shows you the teams above them. It'll be messed Houston, up if they don't make I didn't the playoffs. Mention play-in. Dallas and Houston. Yeah, Houston. Then they kind of Dallas. Dallas is gonna be Dallas, Dallas plays in sport and in 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 you know in spurts, you know what I'm saying? They you Utah, Utah is tough. Utah is tough. I mean, you can go down the line. The West is a dog fight. And uh I think Philly is gonna taper off a little bit with Embiid out. He's gonna miss about four weeks. Yeah. Best case scenario, I think. But yeah, he's gonna miss about four weeks and that's gonna hurt them a little bit. For sure. Yeah. So it'd be interesting then, to see what they do with the trade down you got, if they try. You got Boston, you got you got Milwaukee. Uh, I don't know what Miami is doing. And you got Indianapolis uh Indianapolis. Pacers. Indiana Pacers. I'm sorry, Andy. You got the Pacers. Miami just went and got uh Knicks. The Knicks. Once they get back healthy, because they Randall's hurt right now. And he ran to come back, but they're still smoking teams with, you know. Granted, they played, they played the Grizzlies last night. Who is a? You think the we think the Pistons are back? The Grizzlies got a full blown G League team. At least the Pistons are healthy. That's the one thing we can say right now. Mm-hmm. We are healthy. I think yeah. Isaiah Stewart is the only person injured right now. Yeah, that's it. Healthy and trash. Um, (laughs) Trash can be healthy. Hold on. Let me read this. Uh, MSU Detroit fan says, we know Stevie is going to make smaller move at the deadline if the wings are still in it. I think we're in the, I think we're in the wild card right now. Um, Stevie, why? I I wonder when their, uh, their, their uh, break is. I mean, not break, but their uh, trade deadline. Alex Kissling said, "A healthy Mavs is scary." Yes, Kyrie and Luca, you can't count them out. Interesting, yeah. MSU Detroit fan says, "I hear the Knicks are interested in Alec Burke." We put up a graph graphic earlier uh, that actually talked about that because, uh, and I'll throw it up again. Yeah, it's this is for Alex. There, we 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 know we talked about this earlier, and it's it's. It's it's funny because that's where we got him from. 
Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it was one of those we things, want him back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things that I think he ended up getting traded in some, I don't know. I think it was so that they could get Brunson. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they necessarily were dying to get rid of him. I and, think they, yeah. the, 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 when he was on the Knicks, the thing was he was a good player. He just wasn't the starting point guard where they had him. It's like, no, he's not a starting point guard. Yeah, he, he can work with us, but he just wasn't that. Um, MSU Detroit fan says, I'm only saying still in it because the last year the wing started the second half on a 4-1 start, but then fell off after that. They didn't have Patrick Kane and uh, the Brinkat last year, though. They, they, they're they're a more talented group. Okay, you guys are talking I have not paid attention to any of the Red Wings. Yeah. I would like to engage, but I'm sorry, I can't. I need to be though, because I that's, love. That's a winning when, team in Detroit, bro. When, when when the Red Wings do well, I mean, have you ever been to a hockey game? Yeah, yeah. I when I lived in Grand Rapids, I um. Now, I have you to been to a Red Wings game? I'm a sorry. Red Wings game? Yeah, yeah. I, just a handful, not a lot. When, but I used when to go to. They a ton were of- winning. That place is amazing. Like that place. It's it's crazy now, honestly. Yeah, I, I I'm gonna check out a game this year. Uh, MSU Detroit fan says, "Yeah, Hockey Town is returning." Yes, that would. L- be awesome. LCA is booming for those games. Best believe. Boss, let's go check out a red a red wings game. A little bit on the pricier side, but I'm with it. Even if we write it. Wait, the wait, top. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. What they what, are ballpark figure? Um, I say like the cheapest ticket. 80, 80, 90, but you up top. 80, 90, but you up top. 80, 90 will put you in the lower bowl, like, like. I watch it on TV. Okay, but (laughs) it might be worth it, though. Hey. I mean, that's cheaper than the Lions ticket I I got for Monday Night Football against the Raiders. It's a lot cheaper than that. We 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 gonna look into it. We gonna we gonna genuinely look into that. Yeah, we'll, we'll that, check it out. We'll that'll check be out. that'll be worth actually going to because there'll be implicate, especially later on in the year. There'll be actual playoff implications. When's the last time we could say that about a Detroit team? Uh, Lions, Lions, uh-huh. yeah, Lions. yeah, yeah, just recently, just recently. Well, you know, well, should have been the Super Bowl, but hey, um. Hey. <laughs> MSU Detroit fan says best Wings game this season was a few weeks ago when the Red Wings beat the Tampa Bay Lightning 2-0. Literally, literally right after the Lions beat the Bucks in the second round. Look, look at God, man. Cause that come on. How does that line up? How does that line? Well, I've had enough all I can stand, Foster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to watch. At least the first half of the Pistons game. I'm not going to front. I will yeah. watch the first half only because I have to work in the morning and the game doesn't start till 10 o'clock and I'll be asleep by midnight. The Kings are good, though. You know, they're very good. I like, the the, I like watching the Kings play. I, I mean, they, they can do a little bit of it all and they're on the lower end of the teams in the West and they're still very good. Yeah. So the West is dangerous. Uh, so I'm definitely going to watch it just because I'm still a fan at heart and I'm hoping I see something of hope that says, hey, man, 
This team is all right. And I think that's what we all do while we're watching, that we're better. I think the big thing is that we're better than the record shows. Yeah, for what it's worth, which is not for what it's worth. I mean, as a fan, you want to you. This is what we hope to see when we sit down and watch a Pistons game. I, I mean, at least from my perspective, MSU Detroit fan says Pistons and Red Wings both made the playoffs at the same time in 2016, and the Lions did also. Wow! Wow! <laughs> now Clean that week. is a stat. Now that is a stat, right? That there. is a like stat. That. That 2016. What was I on drugs then? Not as like, <laughs> where, where, hey, hey, Cassidy voice. Where was I? <laughs> you were around Foster. We were doing. No, we weren't doing ASG. Back. Know, we was we was knee deep in the dungeon. Was in effect though. Yeah. See, so that's what that goes back to them. Sucks on substances. Yeah. You got anything to say before we get out of here? Um. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna at least watch. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a good half. Now, if we're getting dog walked in the first half, good good night. <laughs> oh no, it's gonna be a good first quarter from us. Yeah, but 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 that's that second quarter a doozy sometimes. Oh look, um, why why we you know we need to we when there's more people in the room, we need to tell people to subscribe to Bleachers to Speakers on YouTube. You're watching us now on Motor City Metrics, which is cool. You can watch us here, but me and Foster started a new channel on Motor City Metrics. I mean, on Bleachers and Speakers on YouTube. We're putting up clips of various things. We're going to do full shows on there at some point, but we need more subscribers so we can get more content on the channel uh, for more viewers. Subscribe to Bleachers to Speakers on YouTube, and you can also check us out on any of the podcast streaming platforms. That's iHeartRadio, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. All you have to do is is type in post in the search. Post Game Podcast, FFSN. Uh, look for the red, white, and blue symbol. Uh, and you can check us out there. But subscribe to Bleachers to Speakers on YouTube, please. Share the broadcast. Like, comment. Do all of this stuff. Put us in the algorithm. We're trying to... Uh, uh, we're trying to do some great things on the internet here. So uh MSU Detroit fan says, I wouldn't call 2016 a good sports year, although because all three teams were one and dones and MSU, MSU lost to Middle Tennessee. Oh, that was that uh March Madness where they got uh, first. And you know was... what? That's approaching too. March Madness is upon us. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know a lick about anything that's going on. I haven't been watching it. Michigan has been horrible in basketball. I think state's okay. I know state's okay. I I know we I know we put the pause on Michigan though. Yeah, in basketball, not football. But um, (laughs) (laughs) but they were horrible. Michigan has been horrible all year long. But you know what? They lost Jed Howard and and uh, Kobe. But but fucking whatever his name is. Those, those were both first round picks. So they lost their heart. So hey. Um let's Foster, you have anything before we get out of here? Uh nah. Now, be look be on the lookout for an article breaking down. Well, I kind of broke down the trade to you know a decent amount of depth in the show, but there'll be an article coming out on Fans First Network. Uh they're they're uh 
writing for fanfirstnetwork.com. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, check out Foster. Foster writes some great articles. Um, definitely worth and and comment on the article. Like yeah. the article. Comment on it. You know that that helps with the algorithm. I mean, Foster's not uh takes time out of his day. He has all these things he does outside of his social life and work life, and he puts time into write these articles. He does his research. Uh, he does wonderful segments for uh, player, uh, feature player of the week. So go check him out. This is a talented dude. Uh, he's my friend and and uh and and my co-host, man. So check it out. March Madness. I'm not reading that because you said Michigan is dead. I, I wanted to read the rest. No, let me, no, let me go to this. no, man. I won't read it. I won't read it out loud. No, I'm you're gonna... not, Foster. I'm going to start the. St- I'm going to start the uh, the intro music. Don't do it. I can still see it, though. Oh, you can read it to yourself. Yeah, I just want to read it to myself. That's all. That's it. Bye. (laughs) 